0: Come on.
1: Welcome to Lifeblood. This is George G. And the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, the strong and powerful Bobby Ritterback. Bobby, are you ready to do this? I was born ready, George. I love it. Let's 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 go. Bobby is the president of personal loans at Marlett Funding. They are the provider of Best Egg personal loans. They're a fintech company on a mission to find better ways to make money accessible to allow people to enjoy life. Excited to have you on, Bobby. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
0: Thanks, George. Really excited to be here. So. Uh, I live in Newark, Delaware, uh, with my wife, two sons, and daughter. Uh, on a personal note, love to travel. I'm a movie enthusiast and uh, a pretty big Dallas Cowboys fan. Uh, as you referenced earlier, I'm the president of pers- the personal loan business at Marlet Funding, where we serve customers under our consumer brand of Best Egg. Uh, to answer your reason why I do what I, what I do is... Honestly, I just love being part of this fintech movement where, you know, we're reinventing products and digitizing experiences to better meet the need of today's consumer.
1: Nice. So give me, please, the landscape of personal loans. I don't know what the best way to segment it is. Has it been steady? Has it been changing? What's 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 going on right now?
0: Yeah, so it's definitely been changing over the years. So just if i take you back a little bit, we have the the last financial crisis kind of back in the 2008 era. Personal loans, despite being a product that's been around, you know, for as long as as long as money's probably been around, mm-hmm. it's uh it goes to a spot where, you know, there's very few personal loans being done. Some people are still going to the local credit unions and banks, but the product is is almost disappeared and around that time a couple of fintechs started to reinvent it a little bit moved it from being a really you know full of friction process that took a long time to get a loan to one where it became a lot easier and they you know they helped connect people who wanted to lend money with people who uh wanted to borrow money and the the space has grown significantly. At this point, the the you know top kind of half dozen fintechs probably do more in personal loans than than all the banks combined.
1: Why did they almost disappear?
0: So it became something where uh, you know credit cards were growing a lot, and there's probably a little bit of uh, things around the banks and how much how much equity they had to hold for this type of loan product that kind of in that in that crisis where regulators had the banks start to hold more and more equity against things so after the kind of too big to fail stuff went down they they had to hold more equity and therefore the product became less appealing to them that's why one of the the beauties of the fintechs that entered the space at the time was they were more of a marketplace connecting buyers and sellers, and they didn't, they didn't have to hold as much equity.
1: Got it. Okay. Interesting. And share with me the differences between what these six fintech providers that you talked about, so what you and Marlette are doing and Best Egg are doing versus when I'm driving down the street and I see title loans and payday lenders and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, no, that that that's great. So, uh you know, number one there's there's definitely more than six. I was just kind of picking the sure. the leaders because they really start to to scale their businesses. Uh relative to your question, you know, there's really a pretty significant difference between us and them. So, for starters, uh, when we think about uh, our our competition, that isn't really the type of uh folks we we compete with. We are uh, we are trying to make sure we help serve this uh, an underserved population in terms of where the banks will serve. Your banks are going to gravitate really to like a super prime segment. So it becomes, you know very uh, hard to be able to get to get a loan. but we, we're definitely in a space where, what we're trying to do, largely, at least with the personal loan product, is save people money on what they are what they're revolving on their credit cards today. And, you know, to, in order to do that, you have to be very competitive with price. So, I want to say uh, on our platform, we're probably saving people two to three hundred basis points, two to three uh, percent, versus what they what they typically pay on credit cards.
1: So, it's probably not possible, or maybe it is knowable for why it is that that that, and I think that since two thousand and fourteen, I read that y'all have done eleven billion in 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 prime loans. Do you know how that segmented is a lot of it, paying off credit card debt?
0: Oh, yeah. so so we've uh, since then we've actually exceeded thirteen billion. We've had a really a really strong year this year. And you're right, the number one reason customers will give. For uh, for the reason they they take a personal loan is is around debt consolidation or credit card Re- reasons people would list uh, probably our number two would be home improvement, but uh, what I would say for for the most part is really uh, consumers typically want one of these loans for one of two things, so one is kind of life happens right so. You know they have they need a car repair or their HVAC goes or they're sending somebody off to college, or just there's some need that triggers it, and often when they when they need this instead of the two thousand dollars that they need for this specific need, they might say, hey, why don't I just take a look at where I'm at? I owe you know eleven thousand dollars on my credit cards. I need this two thousand. Maybe I just get a loan for thirteen. Instead of being on the the you know hamster wheel of the credit card where it seems to never go down even though I'm making payments every month, I'll get it on a I'll get it on a payment program that says, hey, I know I'll be I have this paid off in three years or five years or whatever works for them. And by the way, I'm also getting this this thing I want to do done. So sure, credit con- credit card consolidation is a big part of it, but there's usually something that that uh that that triggers it for folks. That said, there are definitely the segment of people who, you know, just happen to see one of our ads, whether it's in the mail or you know at a at a partner site like Credit Karma, and say, "Hey, this seems like a good idea. I'm I'm you know my finances are something that I'm concerned about, and you know I just want to start to take control and and put myself on a path to be debt free." So that that's definitely a an angle as well.
1: Yeah, that certainly does make sense. While I'm in the mode of thinking about this, why don't I address these other issues that have been weighing on me, you know, on this hamster wheel, getting crushed by credit card debt? Um, this is maybe an opportunity for me to 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 get out of that and actually come up with a plan. So you mentioned that people can save two hundred to three hundred basis points, so two to three percent potentially, and obviously that 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 kind of depends. What what are the factors that 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 go into the cost the pricing of your personal loans?
0: Yeah, there's a, there's a couple big pieces, but I think the primary drivers are obviously how you've managed your credit. That certainly matters. So, you know, not to be as generic as credit score, it's a little bit more more complicated than that, but your credit score is a great indicator of, of where you're at. Uh, and then as you might expect, your uh, ability to pay back the loan matters as well so a lot of people refer to that as debt to income ratio which is basically you know how much disposable income do you have to be able to put toward toward this i think they're two of the biggest two of the biggest factors now what i will say is there's definitely we try to be a little bit broader than just reducing people to to a score and or to uh you know even even what that that DTI or other attributes that typical lenders use. One of the things that uh, we've we've recently introduced is is a credit health platform uh, or a financial health platform that helps people understand where they're at, and it also provides kind of direction and coaching around what what to do to get your score in a better place, or even just depending on what your your goals are, you know what can what can be done to help help achieve that when, when kind of looking at your score? That's, that was a recent launch we did on a, on a limited basis earlier this summer and expect to scale it pretty substantially next year.
1: I think that that's exciting. And I mean, I, I appreciate very much when you say, hey, we'd, we'd like to try to take it a couple steps further than just credit score to qualify people because we all have unique circumstances And I appreciate that that's really hard when you're dealing with thousands of people, right? Is, is the technology really helping with that? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So there's, there's all kinds of uh, alternative data that's available to help us make these decisions. But in in the background, there's, there's certainly a human element, but also uh, AI sits behind, a lot of the decisions that we're making, and it it takes in all of these these data points, whether it's how you're interacting with us, how what your you know what your history is like. In some cases, even people will volunteer to help connect us to their to their bank history because that is the kind of thing that helps them get higher lines and lower rates and and products that fit what they what they really
1: need. Yeah, I imagine that the more the consumer can do on their end to position themselves for success, the better result that they're going to have. Um, And I I don't know if it's uh, like a secret or do you have a sense and can you share and totally fine if you can't, how many people get turned down for it, percentages, stuff like that?
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, in in terms of likelihood of success, Probably uh, just under half of the people that that apply for the personal loan are able to get it at their initial at their initial application. But the, the beauty of what we have currently is you can do it in a risk-free way because the way the market has evolved, there's products out there that you can do it without impacting your credit. So you can kind of come in, check in, Essentially, you go to bestegg.com, you can, you know, enter your information, essentially anonymously, because you're online, you don't have to face another human being that's sitting in front of you that you might be worried about judgment or whatever else. And, you know, you can find out where you stand, what does, what loan amount would they give me? What rate would they give me? And then determine if it, if it's a, a fit for your needs. And so even though there's kind of that that risk of you know I wish we could qualify everybody we're in a we're in a spot where you know somebody can do it without without really feeling like they've they've given up much to kind of see where they stand
1: got it nice I appreciate that and so the loan amount and the amount, or rather the rate, that's going to dictate a big part of what the actual cost will be. But then the actual term itself is there flexibility on on that. How does that work?
0: Yep. Typically, uh, most people choose either a three-year loan or a five-year loan, but we have uh, we we have loans that range anywhere from from two to seven years, depending on the, the person's situation and preference.
1: And is there, what is the minimum, what is the maximum loan amount?
0: Yeah, so uh, $2,000 is the minimum loan amount for uh, our platform. And right now we lend up to $50,000. Probably averages uh, a little on the lower side, but averages typically around $15,000. And one of the reasons for that is that's pretty close to the to the amount of debt our average uh, our average customer carries coming into the coming into the transaction credit card debt. That is
1: nice. Okay, so and the average time you said three to five years.
0: Yeah, three 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 and five are our most popular choices. Got it. And the, the beauty of of what we've uh, what we've built is once you kind of check your rate. Your the other thing is the level of work and time that comes after that is pretty low. More than 60% of people are are uh, funded within one business day. So, you know, in a lot of cases, probably, you know, almost half of the people don't have anything more to do than just accept the terms. Occasionally, there'll be some steps after that where, you know, we have to verify they are who they say they are, if there's something that looks in question or, um, some income verification, but we have a lot of automation there. And that's what keeps the process pretty easy and quick.
1: Got it. So I certainly see value when you can help people to obviously overcome an in, in, in emergency situation, but then also consolidate credit cards and save a substantial amount of money. You mentioned Two hundred to three hundred basis points, whatever it is, it's lower than they're currently paying. So there's 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 value there, and I also appreciate that y'all are a business. So you've, you know, we're interested in making money, and I also assume that you want people to pay pay back the loan on time. You don't want people to be defaulting because that probably ends up costing you more money.
0: Well, look, uh, overall from. Yes, the short stories, of course, yes. Uh, mine, just to give step back for a second, the company, again, we talked about it being a fintech company, our mission is to inspire confidence by offering simple, personalized, accessible solutions uh, to overcome challenges with everyday finances. So we talked a little bit about the personal loan product. Uh, even though in a lot of cases, for, on the personal loan side, people are consolidating credit card. We ha- also have a credit card product um for people that that's the right fit for them and where they are and this and this platform that we put out there. So to answer your question on defaults, certainly we don't want that for our reasons, but it's also not great for the for the consumer. So Sure. When when COVID hit last year, there was this huge time of uncertainty, right? And honestly, even though the average credit and and of our customer is pretty is pretty strong, because of that uncertainty, people didn't know what was coming next for those few months. Almost a quarter of people end up reaching out for help, and we were able to, you know, work with them to kind of navigate that that time frame. So, you know, maybe it was a payment holiday, maybe it was a different plan to kind of spread out things over time, but for the most part, that really did actually help us get through that. As, as you know, with the overall economy, things have certainly rebounded from the uncertainty that came during that time. But having helped so many people through that, you know, the loyalty that was kind of driven through that right now, we have the lowest default rates we've ever had. And, uh, you know, and that's, after a point in time, like I said, we had to, Go as deep as a quarter of all customers saying, Hey, I need some help. So it was really, it was really, a, it's really been a good, a good
1: turnaround. That's great. I appreciate that very much. And it's evidence that, uh, well, I, I assume that you consider it to be evidence that, that, that your approach is working, that people are being proactive, that a quarter of them reached out to you versus just put their head in the sand. So,
0: and, and to be honest, they probably wouldn't have just done it on their own. The, uh, we were pretty proactive with saying, Hey, by the way, we know times are crazy. You know, you can, we're here to help you. Please reach out to us. Uh, if if you think it'd be, it'd be useful. One of my, one of my tips I would give to people forgetting about just best egg, just in general, if you, if you're borrowing and you start to get into trouble, this, a lot of people have a feeling of shame or, you know, they just don't want to face it. And, Like I just told you, we were a quarter of all the customers said raised their hand and said something. So you're not at all alone, and your lenders are—they definitely want to help you for all the reasons you said. It's good for you and it's good for them. So you know, I just strongly recommend that, like, if people start to feel stress, just assume your lenders are there to help and and uh, and reach out.
1: I love it. That's a solid difference-making tip right there, Bobby. Beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How can they engage with Best Egg?
0: So uh, definitely at bestegg.com or they can uh, follow us on Twitter at mybestegg.
1: Excellent. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Bobby your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to bestegg.com and find out what your situation could look like without impacting your credit and then find them on Twitter as well. Thanks again, Bobby. Thanks George. Appreciate it. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.